Hello and welcome to the Facia Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Dright, and we'll touch on several college-going and college-readiness topics in this podcast. Topics include standardized test preparation, taking college courses while in high school, the admissions process, and many others. We'll have conversations with industry experts pertaining to each topic, as well as those who are experiencing the processes of these topics firsthand. If you have any questions pertaining to any of our upcoming topics, or if you have a topic that you would like discussed, then please email me at mdright, that's M-D-R-I-G-H-T, at familycentered.org. I recently spoke with Mrs. Andrea DeYoung. Mrs. DeYoung has taught English at Thornwood High School for 12 years and is currently the coordinator for the International Baccalaureate Program. We discuss what the program is, the benefits of a student being in the program, and the process for a student to enter the program. Mrs. DeYoung, how are you doing today? Good, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank, you for, thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm going to get right into it because I know you're a busy lady and I don't want to keep up too much of your time, so let's get started, okay? All right. Um, for the people out there, what is International Baccalaureate? International Baccalaureate, we call IB. Um, IB has a lot of acronyms that we'll go over during this conversation. But IB is the International Baccalaureate Diploma Program. Um, that is 11th and 12th grade. Mm-hmm. IB, as an organization, has K through 12 courses. Oh. It's broken down into three categories, primary years, and then there is the middle years, which is 6 through 10, and then we offer the DP, which is the 11th and 12th. Okay. All right. So why was IB uh, adopted by District 205? IB is not a new program. It's been around for 50 years. Mm. Actually, this year is their 50th anniversary. Um, But it's fairly newer to the the table in the Midwest because we're used to AP courses and things like that. But IB is global instead of AP that is North American. Mm-hmm. And so IB offers students the opportunity to not only attend university abroad, but get college credit through, you know, North American schools as well. And so 205 looked into the IB process um, because it's a five-year application process for schools just to be allowed to offer it. And wow. so it's a commitment and it's a financial and a time commitment. So 205 realized that we were losing a lot of really outstanding students to private schools or or different communities. And so it was a strategy in terms of how can we really be servicing some of our students who need more rigor. Right, right. Okay, so what is the student selection process for IB? Big picture, IB is meant to be for anyone. That is, you know, IB's framework. However, because we're just starting the program, we've started small. And we've started with students can apply their sophomore year if they have a 2.75 GPA and above. That's not a hard and fast rule, but that's a guideline. Um, I tell our prospective students that it better serves students who are willing to work hard. as opposed to the super genius kids who have coasted with their A's because Mm -hmm. it'll be a really big change. Um, IB gets you college credit because colleges know you have spent two years in a really rigorous 
program that encourages time management and you know independent and collaborative work so they know that while you walk away with your grade you're walking away with a lot of other skills that colleges and careers are looking for in students now right right okay so other than the 2.75 GPA are there any other prerequisites for students to join IB we have them do an application just so I can gauge who's interested um, but the prerequisites are not required. There are no actual courses you must take. We've had students who come from not typically honors courses do very, very well. Right. Um, and so it helps if a student comes to the table with uh, a foreign language background because that's a component that they have to complete for IB. Um, math, it depends on what class they're coming from. Mm. Any student can do well. It's just a matter of how much additional resources they will need. But there's no hard and fast. You must have had this class before you can come in. Okay, okay. Um, you mentioned that students receive college credit yeah. for taking IB courses. Are there any other benefits to joining IB? Absolutely. Um, you know, everybody hears college credit and sort of latches onto it, because mm. who wouldn't? Right. But... <laughs> Um, University of Chicago has done a number of studies on the IB process, and students who are just enrolled in IB and complete the process are approximately 40% more successful in staying in college. They don't have that first-year dropout rate that we see with other students. Mm -hmm. um, so the work ethic and the, the uh, diligence pays off. The collaborative experience is really beneficial for students. They learn how to do project management and time management. Um, they get the benefit of sort of all the things that we take for granted our first two years of undergrad school. Mm -hmm. They get now with the luxury of having your high school teachers as your safety net. You know, we right. tell them, figure it out now while we're still here and before you go out into the world and have to figure it out on your own mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of help with we work with a program called ascend it is some ladies from district that come in and they work with the students individually on scholarship applications and networking and things like that um, upward bound trio we work you know with mr. Gutowski in the college and career center Students have their own counselor. Ms. Scott uh, works with the IB students. And so we try to provide them like a mini family environment where it's a cohort. They move with their colleagues. They stay with the same teachers. And we're sort of able to address the whole student. Okay. All right. Um, you mentioned earlier in the interview that the students receive an international baccalaureate diploma. Yes. Uh, what separates the IB diploma from a standard District 205 diploma? Diploma. Well, you can be two different kinds of an IB student. You mm -hmm. can be a diploma student or an a la carte student. And diploma is your whole day for two years are IB courses. Okay. A la carte is you can take maybe just the IB English class, but you're with the rest of the school in other classes. Um, a full day of IB for a diploma student, it is rigorous. However, for a number of universities, if you achieve that, it's a, it's a 
in May, you sit for your exams. So all of the work that you've done over two years, plus your scores on your May exam, are factored together. And you can get a diploma. You can walk into some universities as a sophomore. Right. And so that is the benefit of being a diploma candidate. Um, if you get your diploma, you can go overseas and be treated not as an American student going into university, but on par with the European students. Okay. Um, and we don't have a lot of students who are interested in overseas, but it's mostly because we don't really talk about it often. And so this has given us an avenue to sort of talk more about those opportunities. Right. A student who does a la carte has the opportunity to get college credit for individual classes. And so I teach the English class. If they get a five out of seven, on their May exam, every university that I've come across, because my class is higher level, is six credit hours. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. And so it's not that you just hop over. Like some programs, if you get college credit, you skip over 101 and go to 102. This goes on your transcript. You have received actual college credit. That is... Great. Yes. That is, oh my goodness, I did not know that. Um, <laughs> and really it is. And as a parent, not only is your kid getting all of these other intrinsic values, but I mean, you're, you're saving yourself quite a, quite a bit of money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so to the average to above average underclassman yes. who's thinking about or has heard about IB, mm-hmm. why should they consider... IB. IB, I like to tell students that it is a very out-of-the-box experience. Um, And, you know, sometimes we think out-of-the-box is just sort of a guinea pig type of a thing. But in terms of -of out-of-the-box, you need to leave IB as a thinker. You take a class called Theory of Knowledge, Mm T-O-K, and it is the one of the foundations of IB. It teaches you how do we know what we know? And it goes into every course. Whether you're in one IB course or all of the IB courses, right. you'll take this class. And so it teaches students the areas that we know and the ways that we know them. And so it gives these students a chance to challenge what they're being taught. You know, in this era of social media and politics as they are, we have a tendency to take things at face value. And IB's goal is that you have to challenge your education. And that includes challenging your teachers in a constructive, positive way. So the teachers have to provide an environment where students feel comfortable challenging what they're learning. And so it's been a really unique experience for us as teachers as well. You know, we've grown a lot in our craft. And it's given me a chance to really teach like I had always wanted to teach. Um, so at any given time, you can walk into an IB class and it looks very different than your standard stereotypical high school class. Right, right. Okay. Um, last question. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try to, try to keep this at a short time. Oh, no time. problem. Um, I've heard mixed opinions yes. from various students concerning international baccalaureate Mm -hmm. not only just from those who have looked at and said no thanks but those who have not gotten in or what have you 
What are some of the biggest misconceptions that students have about the IB program? Um, it comes from a lot of different directions. There are some people who think that it's just for that super genius kid and only the elite of the elite should be in it, and that's not the case. Right. Um, the classes are completely different, and so the misconception can sometimes also become that it's easier because, you know, when you're enjoying yourself, you learn things and it's not so painful as it can be other times. Right. And so sometimes we'll have to be like, you know, we've really accomplished a lot in this class. I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's, you know, been that hard. Well, we've really done a lot. We've seen huge gains. It's just if you're not in it, it doesn't necessarily always seem like it. Right. Um, so some people think it's super easy and that like it's just this little elite club that we have for special students. It's not the case. The kids work really hard. The teachers put in a lot of hours. Um, and it's a challenge for everybody, but it's been a really beneficial situation for everyone involved. Um, it does prepare you for college. A lot of people are concerned that it's more liberal arts focused than maybe in the engineering or, or mathematics side. IB offers a very broad curriculum. Each school can choose the courses it wants to offer. And so we're growing. We mm -hmm. can't offer everything at this point, but it's, it's a growing process. So the goal is always to meet the needs of as many students as we can while still being, you know, a manageable size. Right, right. Well, thank you again. No, thank Mrs. you. Mrs. Young for sharing this information with everyone, so sharing your time with us today. And again, thank you for your Thank for, you. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the FASIA podcast. I am your host, Matthew Dright, and I will see you next time. You can find us on the web at www.familycenter.org. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, the Family Centered Educational Agency, and on both Twitter and Instagram, at FASIA Trio. That's at F-C-E-A Trio. The Trio programs are funded in part by the Department of Education.